What's she doing? I'm running out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network. Back with you midweek here with Sage Rosenfels. My name is Sam Ekstrom. The host of the show, Sage, joining us to talk a little Michael Floyd and a little bit about the NFC North as a whole as we hit summer officially. The longest day of the year yesterday, and now uh, it is officially the summer months. Sage, good morning. Happy summer to you. Uh, I am in the middle of summer activities with the kids running around. Summer is the, I think the summer is the busiest time of the year when you have children. So uh, summer has been here in Omaha for a month. But it's, I guess it's officially here, by the way, the earth moves around the sun. We'll talk about a couple Vikings talkers here. Number one, something we haven't talked with you about, Michael Floyd, the wide receiver who tested positive for alcohol. I believe it was last Friday, right after we recorded our show. The news broke. I discussed it a bit on Monday, but I want to get your two cents here. Do you think this was a one-strike-and-you're-out scenario for Floyd where, uh, regardless of how this goes down with his appeal and the court date um, over this positive alcohol test, do you think he's done in Minnesota? You know, I don't know. Uh, I think that whoever has the most information, I got to think Spielman and the crew are going to get as much information as they can get their hands on. Uh, obviously, Floyd came up with the uh, kombucha uh, excuse, which I've never heard before. I, I didn't even know that there was any sort of alcohol in kombucha. That's a new one to me, Who somebody who drinks it a couple times a week. So um, I, I don't know. That, that, that's a very good question. Uh, I, I think it's – I don't like it when, when organizations or when people give up on other people who may have a substance abuse problem. You know, uh, this mm-hmm. isn't domestic violence. This isn't, uh, you know, he, he didn't rob anybody. Obviously, he has some sort of substance abuse problem. Um, and I think that should be, you know, less criminal and more um, how can they help him resolve that issue uh, to get his career back on track. So uh, they could just give up on him. I don't think anyone would be upset with the Vikings for doing that. Uh, but they could also say, you know, this is not, again, this is not some violent act against other people. Uh, he he has a problem, and we're, we're here to help him with it. Now, what do you know about the jurisdiction that the NFL has here? Because I think a lot of people are under the impression that Floyd is going to be suspended by the NFL for his previous infraction. Now, could, could the NFL look at this case and say, all right, you've got this shady alcohol test, could they step in and increase the potential suspension? Do they? Does Goodell have total autonomy with that? As far as I know, he does. I mean, we saw that with the Ray Rice situation. That thing went from two games uh, to a video that Ray Rice or that Roger Goodell should have seen to basically infinite. I mean, 
Ray Rice will never step uh, on the football field again. So Roger Goodell does have a lot of leeway to pretty much do whatever he wants. He is the judge, jury, and executioner uh, of the NFL as far as uh, uh, these types of matters, and he could very easily increase his suspension more. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how it goes down. I think that court date is in five days where they'll decide whether whether Floyd is going to earn more jail time because of this. So that'll be something to watch for. It looks like the Vikings are holding out to see what happens there. And then I assume they'll make their decision because if, if they were going to hear the report and, and cut him right away, I think it would have been done by now. So uh, Floyd sticking around for the time being. We'll see what happens there. I think a lot of Vikings fans were hopeful that Floyd was going to be an impact player this year he definitely looked okay in minicamp and OTAs but this could be a huge wrench in the plan so that's the Michael Floyd situation we've been promising for a while we'd talk about the NFC North in our division preview and we finally arrived at that point Vikings Packers Bears and Lions three of those teams were 500 or better last year but there's no one dominant team in this division even the Packers still sort of treaded water a bit last year they came on strong at the end didn't do a whole lot in free agency as uh, you've noted on this show they rarely do they lost some guys uh, with Micah Hyde and TJ Lang and J.C. Treader and Jared Cook, so they might be a little weaker this year. Are the Packers still the team to beat, though, with Aaron Rodgers running the show? You got to think so. Uh, you know, Aaron is one of those rare quarterbacks uh, that it seems like he will win his division, you know, three out of four years, uh, and uh, and I don't know why this year would be different. Uh, I do like what the Vikings did in free agency. I like what they did in the draft. You know, the running game was a big issue. They had two huge pickups in free agency along the offensive line, and also uh, with you know the addition of two good running backs. And so I think that could you know that really help. Obviously, Sam Bradford back uh, a full year now in this offense, and they sort of know what they are and what they're trying to get done. Um, so I, I like the Vikings' chances this year, and I think that Detroit will be a good ball club. They, they too lost you know a couple offensive linemen uh, this past year. One of them coming over. Uh, to the Vikings and so you know Detroit uh, lost a few players as well but I think they're a good team you know Matthew Stafford's about to get a monster monster contract probably uh, the next few months or the next six months Uh, and then obviously the Bears I think wrap it up I don't see why there's nothing that leads me to believe that somehow the Bears are going to go from what they've been all of a sudden to a nine or ten win ball club so you know start at the bottom with the Bears and and I think after that, it's really a crapshoot. I don't. I think the Vikings might have the best talent of the next three teams, uh, the top three teams. Uh, but uh, you know, talent only only goes so far. That's just winning. That they they win the. I think they win the division on paper. Uh, but they got they have to go out there and and uh, and outplay the Packers and outplay uh, the Detroit Lions once the season starts. Let's talk about the Lions just for a second. The Lions are sort of becoming the Bengals of the NFC. They're they're a pretty good team year in and year out with Stafford. They've made the playoffs, I think, three times in the last five years or so, but they've been one and done each time. This year in free agency, they go out, they bring in uh, Ricky Wagner to replace Riley Reef, and they bring in TJ Lang at guard. So they're strengthening, trying to strengthen that line, and they're trying to strengthen the defensive line with Akeem Spence and Cornelius Washington. They're trying to get the trenches all squared away. What do you think it's going to take for Detroit to get over the hump as far as winning a playoff game for once? 
I think it usually comes down to their defense. I think they've gotten into the playoffs over the course, you know, since Matthew Stafford has been there when they have gotten to the playoffs. Uh, it's because of, it was because of their offense. Uh, you know, Stafford's a, got that gunslinger mentality. Uh, I do like how his game has progressed, uh, you know, from the gunslinger to now he's a really good executor uh, and yet still has that the capability to occasionally go out there and make things happen uh, when the play breaks down. So um, I think, but their defense has just never been something that really, really scared you. You know, even going back to when I was playing at the end of my career with the Vikings or whoever playing against Detroit, the, the, the personnel on their defense just didn't scare you. Uh, their scheme hasn't been that complicated in, in the last uh you know, eight years or so, uh, they need to get that defense to become a real nasty, uh, dirty, stingy defense. And that's something that we've never talked about. You know, we've never talked, we, we have talked about with the Cincinnati Bengals when Mike Zimmer was there, how they had a very stingy defense. We've never really talked about, man, that Detroit Lions defense uh, really scares you, really has a lot of good players at all three levels. We've never used those phrases before because it's, it's just not a part of that franchise. Well, if you talk about being nasty and being scared, I think a lot of people were scared that Indomitian Sue was going to step on them for a while there. Yeah, well, that's that's just dirty, not necessarily <laughs> uh, stout or, or stingy in the red zone or stingy, <laughs> you know, giving up points. That's just you know, dirty Indomitian Sue. I hear you. Uh, last one, really quickly. The Vikings strength and conditioning coach Brent Salazar took a job with the United States Tennis Association. Uh, so they're switching strength and conditioning coaches. Is this a big deal? No, not at all. Uh, this is, uh, you know, most NFL strength coaches do a lot of things that overlap. Uh, they all have their own individual ways they, they, they do their programs. But you know, these guys, once you get to the NFL, you know what, uh, how to get in shape, uh, how to make yourself uh, the best athlete possible. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, things are more customized. You know, the, the, the quarterback is a lot of times doing a lot of different workouts than, the, say, the defensive line. And a good strength coach will sort of customize those workouts. And so uh, my assumption, you know, Zimmer understands the importance of a strength coach. There's a lot of them out there, a lot of good ones out there, and I think he'll find one. All right, well, let's go, Sage. Have a good time at tennis practice with the kiddos, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. Have a good week. Will do. He's Sage. I'm Sam. It's Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. By singing dog. By goal. I pronounce you. By wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.